I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Strange situation in Buffalo right now. If we do the Bills, we can talk about it. Otherwise, it's kind of like a non-story for the moment right now. Stephon Diggs, who didn't show up to minicamp today. Sean McDermott, Bills head coach, said at his press conference, he's, quote, very concerned about Diggs' absence for mandatory minicamp. And then Diggs' agent, Adisa Bakari, really good guy, used to deal with him when I worked for NFL Radio, said that actually Diggs is in Buffalo and had met with Sean McDermott. So I don't know what's going on there, but something's happening with Stephon Diggs right now in the Buffalo Bills. Remember, wow. the last time we saw Diggs, he was screaming at Josh Allen and the rest of the offense on the sideline yep. in the waning moments of their 27-10 divisional round playoff loss at home to Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Two words. That, yeah, I was I was just about to say them. That's so fun. You can do it. It's your thing. Well, four words that start with B. Buffalo yeah. Bills. <laughs> Bad brew. The bad Buffalo Bill Brew. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll try saying that a couple times fast. Uh, eight buckets in moments. Let's touch on the heat. I love that this took us the NBA. We literally did three hours on it. It's awesome. With like, it's like oh, one oh, of my oh, favorite pre- things. I just like thinking well, about great. this stuff. I think it's, well, it's just, it's really, I go back and forth on this sometimes. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's like my favorite thing to think about. And I like trying to like explain my thought process and just like us to think about teams. And so I'm like, well, do people like that? Meanwhile, like as I'm doing all of these segments and and you're like teeing me up on all these teams and teeing me up on all these players, a, a segment about potato chips is getting like hundreds of retweets. <laughs> so it's like it's like that that contrast of like, well, ideally we're the best of both, right? We do some of that and we do some of this. It's just really funny where it's like hours of this and it's like, oh, but what's your order of potato chips? And everyone's like, me, I got an opinion. It's like, just try to do both. You know, we're trying to kind of mix and match here. You know what we call it? Gamble venture. <laughs> Trademarking things that, that aren't ours originally. Shout out to Wagertainment, which is my thing, by the way. I love the company I work for. Uh, talk us up on the Miami Heat. 
25 to 1 to win the title next year. We should probably spend a few minutes on Miami. Uh, you know, the Eastern Conference champions. Well, and, and uh, even like recent history, like two time finalist, like so made it to the NBA Finals twice, bubble season this past season. We'll have the same best player. We'll have the same second best player. We'll have the same coach. So that's really at least a little interesting, right? I'm not, the reason I probably wouldn't bet them is I just, I, I think what you found in both of the finals, which is what it's, I guess it's kind of interesting, is that when they run into like a big time player, they're probably just not going to win that series and they get outclassed. But can they make a deep run? You know, could you talk yourself into betting them with the idea they make a deep run, but they don't win? And then you bet the other team, I guess. But like, how much are you really making on that? It's also a year away. So they're just like a little, they're funny. They're definitely an interesting team. Well, I mean, we could start with the idea that they, there are 12 players, they have one. So that's a good start, good place to be. The thing that's, I saw this getting talked up in a chat that I'm in. And with Miami, you always have to be aware of it. They're a team that likes to make interesting moves sometimes. And they like to, you know, it's it's Riley and the brain trust down there and Alonzo Mourning and Spolstra. And they can do some pretty smart things sometimes. Does Damian Lillard make sense for them? And like, what happens if that happens? Like, again, you plug in some players here and you go. And again, like, I'm not Mr. Salary Cap. Also, I think all of these rules can be broken if you're like the Miami Heat because they found ways to break them like 17 times. Yeah. So yeah. Pat Riley puts his rings down in front of in front of in front of right. insert superstar name and also <laughs> yeah. just goes, hey, like, get off the plane in Miami and look around. Yeah. So I, like I just think see? I live I there. Think... The answer is yes. <laughs> I think with the Heat, it's um, they they do feel like their ceiling is capped if this is the roster construction. But I mean, man, ca- being capped at making the NBA Finals, teams would kill for that ceiling. Uh, but that does feel a little bit like their ceiling. They ran into the Lakers. They ran into they ran into LeBron. They ran into Jokic, or they ran into LeBron and Anthony Davis. Really, Davis might have been the better player in the playoffs, and they ran into Jokic. And it was, uh, they got outclassed both times. And that's okay, because every team's going to get outclassed by those teams, basically. But are they ever going to be that team that outclasses the, whatever the version of Miami is in this situation? Probably not. So don't love them. But if you told me they made some kind of, it doesn't even have to be a significant upgrade, a significant change, then yeah, like they're, you know, they got the best coach. They got a, a good best player, not the best best player, but like a good best player. And they have a really good second best player. Everybody slides down a rung. Spolster's the coach. They've made the finals twice. Sure, it can happen. I I would not bet them with the roster constructed this way to win a championship. Everything else is probably on the table for them because they've shown an ability to achieve it already. Yeah, but I, you know, Matt talked about the Knicks at 40 to 1, right? As a team that could potentially, because of the assets they have, acquire a superstar, right? And like Matt also said that he's doing some intel, doing some work, trying to acquire intel, doesn't know who that star would be yet. So if the Knicks are an option there, right, at 40 to 1, I I understand the price is better with the Knicks and like I love the Knicks. Wouldn't you rather take a shot on the Heat at 25 to 1? Who already have Butler, like maybe Brunson kind of rises to that degree. Spo and Tibbs is an absolute no contest, right? And I understand the Knicks have assets. Also, the Heat have Pat Riley and the culture, and Spo, and did I mention Miami? New York's a cool place to live to. I've lived here my whole life. You know what's better? Miami. Sorry. Yeah. 
Just a, just a fact. Like, wouldn't you rather take a shot on Miami than the Knicks? If, like, that's kind of the thought process. If your thought process is, let me get ahead of a big move here. Maybe it would be Philly, right? I guess Philly would be another option at, at the top of the market, right? If you think they could land Lillard. But, like, how, how would Miami not be the choice there? Yeah. And but and the funny, there's another player. We talk about all these teams and all these options. Like, I didn't mention James Harden on that list because he played on the same team as Embiid. Like, so he, he sort of is a... Does, if Embiid's already that guy, it doesn't really matter if James Harden's also that guy. You you can have James Harden if you want to have this title star conversation. <laughs> like you can, I'll, I'll give him to you. And great. Well, it's not even okay, the second best player guy. anymore on a title team. He'd be the third best player on a title team. He's yeah. not even the second best yeah. player on a title team anymore. And it's funny because Matt 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 mentioned Phoenix, and immediately I go like, God, we're gonna put Durant and Harden back together again. Really? Like that's that's the plan. That's what we're gonna do. And and that's like that makes Phoenix more likely to win a champion. I weird, just a weird fit. Not that that's even like gonna happen or rumored to happen. I don't even know. I don't. I don't really consider James Harden relevant for a title futures discussion. Is probably the right Great. way to do. It. Like, I, there are relevant players to talk about. I, like, I consider Joel Embiid more relevant for a title futures discussion. He at least has the potential to be that guy. Okay, like if if the Knicks are a great idea. Then my follow-up question is, great, who is their best player? And if the answer is someone who's currently on the Knicks, you are lighting your money on fire. That is my honest opinion. There are lots of teams where you're lighting your money on fire. If that's, if, who is the best player? Oh, it's Jalen Brunson. Great, where's the torch? Like, great, where is the torch? So you can light this ticket. Like, or like, I'll book you. (laughs) Like, I just, like, that's, but, okay, I want to bet on the Knicks. Why? Well, I think there's actually a pretty good chance they might get Joel Embiid. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if Embiid's going to stay healthy, but like, yeah, just have one of these guys. Have one of them. <laughs> we haven't made that abundantly clear for two hours. Um, so it just, where are these players going? How do their teams look? How, what is the, on very, very important. What is the price in the market? That's, that's like really the only variable it, until we start playing games. That's like the only variables you need to start thinking about this stuff. Yeah. Uh, you better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. I'll tell you, sir, any other team worth discussing? I don't think so in the NBA future. Well, I mean, I, I guess, like, we we did the Thunder briefly as, like, not a this-year team. They're kind of like Luka in that way, where, hey, what. in the next five years, give me a team. Like, in the next five years, give me a team that's not great now that could be great. Whatever team Luka plays on and the Thunder, those would be my two answers. Um, So BetMGM right now has pulled the futures market for, I don't know, it's not available. I'm sure, it'll be back up. Um, NBA Rookie of the Year is obviously up, and Victor Wembanyama oh, is yeah. obviously the favorite. Wembanyama minus two twenty-five. The second choice is Scoot Henderson at plus four hundred. The third choice is Chet Holmgren at five to one. Yeah, who did not play last year for the Oklahoma City Thunder after they took him second overall out of Gonzaga. If we think the Thunder. Like, no one here is saying the Thunder are going to win a championship. Made the play-in last year without Holmgren. Ken thinks Giddy is going to take a step forward. SGA is awesome. That's a little interesting, right? Chet Holmgren at, at plus 500, the third choice on the board right now. And maybe Wembenyam is just LeBron V2.0. And Scoot's <laughs> amazing. Just, I don't know. He's, he's like a comic book character. It's, like, ridiculous. It, like, it's, just, I was so it's tough to imagine he lives on the same planet we do. Yeah. Humble brag. I'm at the gym this morning and they had Sports Center on the TV while I was working out. And one of the highlights was Wembenyama in like the French league. And it's like an alley oop. 
And like he just like literally just like skied over the basket and like slammed it down. Also, like he got like pushed to the ground by someone who was like not big. He's not big. I'm not saying he's yeah. not going to be awesome. Like, uh, how is he going to like bang down low with any with any of these physical players in the NBA in year one? Like, it ain't happening. I'm not saying he's not going to be awesome. He can't win Rookie of the Year. Just like, just something to think about. Or not. Yeah, I I think uh, I'll do I'll do my like 30 seconds on Rookie of the Year here. Uh, in like the history of the league, please do not bet on anyone outside of like the top six picks. <laughs> please do not do that. Uh, it has happened, but when it happens, it's because somebody gets hurt or something really stupid happens. So like the other 99% of the time, it's somebody drafted in the top six, probably the top three. So like if you want to take a shot against Wembenyama in Rookie of the Year, like Holmgren obviously fits, but it was the previous year. So he's, he's of course in the conversation, but like, it's probably like Scoot. And maybe that's it. And Holmgren. So like, don't bet field versus Wembenyama either. That bet's offered in a bunch of places. Like find the guys that you like and price shop them and you'll get a better price that you don't want the field. What do, what do I want picks eight through 30 for? Or the second round guys that aren't going to play. I don't Who wants field? It's the stupidest bet. Like find the two guys that you like and bet them. What about Dick? What about Grunty? 40 to one. Just saying. Final hour, power hour on the other side. All our bets for tonight, and we will get to eight buckets for at least a segment here, NFL win totals. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 